Hey everybody, welcome back to part two of Mikey's story. Mikey's story picks up right where it left off Monday. Hope you enjoy. Uh, do you guys remember ever going to the other side on Cozumel, going to the other side of the island? On, it was like the windy side over there. By the lighthouse? Yeah, pa yeah, you went past mm -hmm. the lighthouse and it was, mm -hmm. there was barely anybody ever out there. And that was also really nice to go out there because it was just us. I remember that we actually had a, a few parties out there where we just told everybody that we could on the ship, okay, let's all meet out there. And we had coolers and it was just like quite a, like, you know, anywhere between like 20 to 30 people all went over and we just kind of like had our own little party over there on that side of the island. We used to do, I mean, Cozumel is probably one of my favorite um, ports just because it was so nice and relaxing and they had good food and, and yeah. going to town. And then we, um, uh, I don't think it was on the Majesty. It was, it was one of the other ships later that also went to Cozumel or maybe it was the end of the Majesty. But uh, we had found out that I think it was called El Presidente or something that that's when all of the all-inclusive resorts came into play and they made a deal with, uh, with the crew members. If we brought crew members, they would give us a armband for the day for, you know, 50 bucks or something. And then um, all food and drinks were included. And we we're like, mm. they have no idea who we are. <laughs> Each of us can drink well over $50. And, but definitely uh, we would do yeah. that and just go get smashed. And, and actually I still have my rollerblades um, from, well, when I was on the cruise ship, we all bought rollerblades and we would rollerblade into town and back. In or down the I-95, as I used to do. <laughs> we did yeah. in, in I-95, but yeah, in Cozumel. And I will, if you're, if you're reverting to the crappy and shitty bumpy roads, yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, exactly. Are, are, are even, That's even why the I'm sidewalks, shocked. like most of the sidewalks we hit there, but a lot of the, a few miles you had to hit on the roads and they were very rough and yeah. you know we we definitely have gone through more than a set of wheels but um <laughs> you couldn't even feel yeah. your legs when you got into town because it just was vibrating the entire way is horrible but it was free yeah, yeah. All in, talking about all inclusive what about the uh, jolly rogers <laughs> oh my god <laughs> the booze cruise oh man yeah, every yeah. port had one. There was always one you knew they were coming back. You could hear all the passengers just drunk that, off their asses. That was one of my favorite things is when yeah. I had time to go up and watch the Jolly Roger come back because yeah. it was always funny. Man, they wasn't were wasn't that ever. wasn't that in St. in St. Thomas that it was? Or was it Jolly Roger? What port was that? Well, there was something in Cozumel. I think there it, was, it, it yeah. wasn't I don't know if it was called the Jolly Roger, but it was the same sort of right. deal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, Jolly Roger, I think, was St. Thomas. I think there was yeah. one in Barbados and maybe Antigua as well. Or... Yeah. Yeah, I'm I mean, sure. it's like, it's so funny that passengers get off a ship full of booze to go on a boat full of booze. Yeah. And, <laughs> and just drink up some more. And I mean, they come all, back and like it. some of the passengers are on the top deck and the girls were topless. Woo! And, you know, yeah. they just come back smash. You it always was, knew who it was. It was really funny seeing them on the, on the ship looking at them way far down and, you know, I don't know, maybe a quarter, quarter of them couldn't even walk. Like they would fall down and stumble and, and, you know, people would be helping them and we just would, would laugh. Like they were just wiped out. Well, that sounds like an average night for us. Uh, uh, just partying on the ship, <laughs> we, carrying people around. That's probably one of that's, that is actually the, the time that we went on, whatever that booze cruise was, is the time that from then on 
until just recently, a few years, uh, that everybody has their tequila experience where for years, for decades almost, um, I could not smell tequila <laughs> and it would take me right back to when I got off there because it was, you know, it was half rum punch, but yes, the leaving, punch. they did rum punch and then they put that away and they got out these tequila slammers and, it, and they would pour like a shot of tequila <laughs> and a couple of drops of grapefruit juice and they would hit it and you shot it and all you tasted was grapefruit. And I was like, I love grapefruit juice and that's the most <laughs> awesome thing ever. So they were, you know, they were like, all right, well, let's, let's put this up and go back to the rum punch. And I was, I wasn't done with that. And so I went and found, you know, a can of whatever leftover grapefruit juice and a full bottle of tequila. And I would just <laughs> slam the whole bottle and I down the whole bottle and God, yeah. I had to pay $200 oh. for a cab ride that I threw up in and all over the side <laughs> of it. And the guy was, uh, he was yelling at me in Spanish the entire way back. And that was in Cosimo. Yes, that was Cosmo. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's my drunk, which I need to get somebody on board. I still need to get somebody on who's going to be my memory and tell me about it. But yeah, that's my my forever tequila Senor story. Frogs. No, it wasn't. It was, um, I Carlos started, at, I ended up at Carlos and Charlie's. I don't remember any of that part, but we started at, I think, Ernesto's and we were supposed to go for lunch and they weren't serving lunch yet. So we just started drinking margaritas. <laughs> Drink. And then we had some chips or something like that. And then I was at that time, I, we had like three large margaritas. You remember they came in those really big cups. Uh, I had three 30, of those. On 32 an, ounce yeah. margarita. Yeah. So I had three of those on an empty stomach and a shot of tequila. And then we went to Carlos and Charlie's. Yeah. And I don't remember what happened from that point on. I just remember I've seen pictures. So I've seen evidence of people carrying me back to the ship. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that, that one was, yeah. So that was a, it was a dangerous place. But I, I loved Cozumel because you had nice beaches. You could, you could eat at really good places. There were like little hole-in-the-wall places where you could get great food. We used to drop off the laundry and who knows what you got back. Yeah. Whose underwear you got back and who got yours. <laughs> I mean, no, I would get bras in my bag. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, are you trying to tell me something? Like, where the hell did this come from? But, but it was um, still cheaper than Chinese laundry. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. see, I never jacked around with laundry. <laughs> my uh, every all of my all my laundry. So Chinese you never laundry. you never cleaned your clothes. No Chinese <laughs> laundry. Oh, Chinese oh. laundry. I did yeah. not do it myself. I everything with the. Chinese oh no! Laundry. I would just take it off, and you yeah. hand it to somebody a Mexican. They would take it off and bring it back at the end of the day, and it was Fold like it five and... five bucks for everything you had to do. Yeah. But I think That's I stopped that after like my all my clothes started coming back blue and i was like okay maybe i maybe i shouldn't do this but that was my first contract and i didn't have any money and it was cheap to do it mm -hmm, so that's yeah. what i used to do but they think i think i stopped after a while once uh, you know i was like oh well maybe it's not not worth doing it yeah and uh, i think too i liked it just just for my ego because you after a while you'd go down and get your laundry and they knew you and they'd they didn't know your name, but they knew your number. And they'd go, yeah. hey, hello. Oh, when I don't even remember my crew I uh, See, I remember some of my crew numbers. Two, two, yeah, mine was 207 on the song. Oh, two, yeah. two. We were two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I just remember going down to the Chinese laundry and you'd start a contract and they'd be there, the, you know, these people that, I, I don't know. The, I don't know what their names were, but, you know, 
you you'd see them every week if if you got your stuff done down there and at the end of your contract they were still there <laughs> like haven't you gone home uh, how long how long did they stay on i remember i think they did person, like we didn't... contracts it was they 10 to 12 months 12 yeah months. yeah they did yeah. 12 12 and, and and longer sometimes they did up to 15 months. and they weren't administered through royal caribbean so no no it was a third know, party yeah, yeah. and He's only crazy. the and only the chief laundryman spoke English, a, a bit of English. The other ones didn't speak much English at all. It was like practically nothing. And I don't think a good number of them got off <laughs> no. the ship. No. <laughs> no, because they all probably gambled and spent their money playing cards down, down in the laundry at night. They didn't do much of that getting off the, the ship. I, I, I don't think so as well. <laughs> No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we've just got a little bit of time left. Uh, Mike, do you have any any more stories for us? Gosh, you know, I mean, talking about Barbados, I, I had I had a lot of fun on the island. I remember one time we um, rented uh, jet skis. We went down by, oh, we were obnoxious. God, we, we would rent jet skis down by like this really hoity-toity hotel. I think it was called Sandy Lane or something like that. I mean, it's it gets written up by in magazines all the time. And I remember they had, did these... they have really long blue towels? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I got one too. <laughs> they had these like the back. these, <laughs> these decks, like pontoon decks. They were, you know, maybe a right. hundred yards out and the people would, would swim out there and lay out on these decks and I went out there with, with some guys from cruise staff one time and we, <laughs> we were being obnoxious and we would go around the, these people on the, on these decks and splash them. We were just going around and kicking up a storm. We had a great time. It was a lot of fun. And I remember Barbados was very calm. So you could go very, very fast and um, you could turn and, and skim across the water and so we were being obnoxious um, around some of these people in, in these expensive hotels. All of a sudden, the guy, one of the guys I was with, does one of, the, one of these turns, and he ends up like right in front of me. And I basically T-boned him, went over him on, on this um, jet ski, <laughs> and I mean, breaks, breaks the entire um, body. Um, I mean, it's intact, but it was completely um, mangled. And so we, we kind of call it a day <laughs> and go limping back to the, um, to the guy who we rented from. And you would have thought that we had just murdered his wife. I mean, he made such a fuss and rightly so, but you know, the noise and, and that. So he's like, um, you know, this is back in the day. He's like, you owe me 300 bucks, you know, for, for the damages. We're like, we, we don't have 300 bucks on us. We said, look, you know, we're a crew, we're on the ship, we're, you know, come back to the port and we'll, um, we'll, you know, give you some money from, from our money, you know, the, the cash that we have on the ship. I'll <laughs> so gladly we, play, pay you for <laughs> your jet ski today. <laughs> next but, Tuesday. you know, we're trying to figure out how to get back to the ship, you know, dodge him. And so he, we get in a cab and he's following our cab and we know that the port is <laughs> um, a free zone. So he can't go in the port. 
<laughs> so we're like, oh, great. So we get in and we see that he's stuck at the gate, so he can't come in. And so we're like, whew, we dodged that one. And so we're on the ship and we're getting ready to sail. The guy had, had gotten the police and the police come to the gangway and Uh-oh. he's with them. You know, we, we didn't get out of it uh, too, <laughs> too easily. We had to end up paying him some cash. I don't, I don't remember how much we, we gave him. But long story short, don't be a jackass in front of rich tourists. <laughs> Doesn't pay. Uh, no, no, no. I was going to say $300 uh, is a great deal considering it's you know, five grand. They probably, yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just remember it was a few hundred bucks and the, the thing still worked. It was just kind of the fiberglass body of it was was quite crushed, you know. But uh, it just had a hole in it, and it, yeah, was it just crazy. had a hole in it, you know. <laughs> the plastic's all the, the steering wheel doesn't work, but you know, hey, I mean, I don't, it only I don't, submerged halfway. Yeah. I don't know why it didn't take running head on into another jet ski. Yeah. <laughs> we used to take those jet skis and whatever island. I think there, there's actually a dancer, Greg Lobono, that I'm gonna have to try to get on. Um, mm-hmm. He just recently had a baby, so he I've talked to him, he wants to come on, but you know, he's got a little need a little time, but. Uh, we we were in Cozumel on jet skis and having a great time and stuff. And then we came in and we decided we had enough money to rent one more jet ski, but both of us wanted to go out on it. So we we paid for a rental firm a jet ski. And so we both, you know, took turns driving and stuff and we're way out and dolphins, you know, when you're on the jet skis, they hit that, the front of the jet ski because, you know, it's like, they like the waves and stuff. And we would try to touch the dolphins as they, wow. would, you know, come through and jump up in front of the jet ski. And then uh, we realized that we were too far out. Some other things that happen. I'll, I will have to uh, tell that story later, but it is <laughs> probably one of the most phenomenal things that has happened in my life that if I told you now you wouldn't believe it. So I'll have to have Greg to back up the story, but it was insane. <laughs> but we didn't listen break, to we didn't, it on another podcast. Yeah. 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 We, we didn't break tuned. it. Yeah. Stay, stay tuned. <laughs> yeah. Stay tuned for uh, one of these part podcasts. Two. One of these part, part two. Part two. Uh, well, I th- we are getting, uh, we're getting close to the end here, but is there any other little tidbits? I know like, again, we, we spent a lot of time on the, uh, sovereign and yeah. um, and the monarch, and then yeah. we went. I went to visit uh, Mikey in Austin, and we went to Austin, San Antonio, San Antonio, and Houston. In Houston, yeah, yeah. And so San Antonio, till this day, I don't remember what restaurant it was, but <laughs> at that point in time, was the best Mexican food I had ever had. Was we went with your uh, like your stepmom? Your, yeah, I your, think your we went to La Fogata in San, Is that San what Antonio. It was? I yeah. just, cause I wasn't Amazing. like, yeah. Cause I had been living in Miami. Miami did not have any Mexican food and did yeah. not have any good food. And then I just remember going there and I was like, holy cow, this is actually like fantastic. It Authentic. was so good. Yeah. yeah. It was, so my, it was, Mikey, while you guys were in Austin, did you take him to Franklin's? Franklin's. Barbecue. Oh, you know, back, that was the East side. And today the East side is very vibrant and, and, got a lot going on and Franklin was, was there back then. No one would go. Well, I, I never went over to that side of town just because there was, 
there was nothing to take you over there. Okay. Barbecue wasn't, I guess, well, the well-known or anything like that. But yeah, yeah we, I mean... We, didn't we stay over... Didn't you were living on 4th Street at that time? That on apartment. 4th Street, down right. um, downtown, off yeah. of 6th Street. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. a great place to, to live. Yeah, the barbecue, but really there's a, there was a more famous barbecue back then called the Salt Lake, which oh, I don't think there. is as good as Franklin's, but then there's some great barbecue out in Lockhart as well, Lockhart. which is close to, to yep. Austin. Yeah. If you haven't read about it, Brad or Eric, it's the most famous, biggest, most selling barbecue place on the planet. Like it's line itself has its own Facebook page and it sells out every single day. And if you wait in line, it's notoriously, it doesn't matter if it's rain, sleet, shine, hail, it's at least four hours. Yeah, no, that's, I will never, ever wait four (laughs) hours in line to get some food. Just absolutely not. No. Especially not at not at my age now. There's no way in hell you could get me to wait, you know, in line for that. Yeah, it's all but about it's, convenience now. It's funny living in the UK because um, now everything is pretty international over here, and you can get some very good Mexican food. Oh, really? uh, I, I I I'll admit to that. But barbecue, forget no. it. There's no. just there's just no way. Oh, you know, why. especially being from Texas, where we we have certain taste for barbecue it's wet it's not dry you know mm-hmm. and it's sweeter it's not not so vinegary in that right. so salt yeah pepper, garlic hmm? oh, i was gonna texas barbecue salt pepper and garlic yeah i mean god now my mouth's watering. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I wonder why they don't do that in the uk i mean i know like my uncle lives in california and he's like i wish someone would come out here and do barbecue there is zero barbecue out here they do tri-tip and you know when you go all the other way like new york and or the other way in california both of them do tri-tip and they don't do barbecue and mm-hmm. we found out why is you know because of the smog regulations and stuff it would be so outrageously expensive to have a filtration system mm. for for all the smoke and stuff that they interesting put out. not in texas they'll burn anything <laughs> yeah. same, same here in tennessee yeah it's all the same yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but you yeah, know um i guess when when you came to austin we would we went to sixth street and yeah. um some of the other bars and ate Good Tex-Mex. I love, I love Austin Tex-Mex, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We um, went to some place on the, on the lake that was kind of out, outside of town a bit. Oh, the, um, the Oasis. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. was like on a, like a pontoon, you know, like almost oh, like a oh, houseboat. Oh, um, the Hula Hut. The Hula Hut. Was that the, yeah. oh yeah, that's right. That's what it was. Yeah. That was, again, can you believe that was like, how long ago was that? 20, yeah. 25 years ago? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. What's your yeah. favorite food in the UK there? Uh, what's my favorite food? Uh, Indian food is really good. You know, you can get a really good, uh, Indian restaurant just about anywhere here. And there's a couple very small kind of three table restaurants in London that I really like. Um, but a lot of the Indian food here is, um, actually either they're Kashmiri or Pakistani or Bengali actually. So, mm-hmm. but they, they just call it Indian food, but it's very I had good. probably the best Indian food that I had ever in outside of, well, no, I think it was in London. We, for our 50th uh, birthday and, and uh, 25th anniversary, we went to a week in London and a week in France, but mm-hmm. we're in London. We stayed in um, Notting Hill. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, was like, I used to live in that area. Oh, yeah. I, I, I wanted, you know, and so I, I found a Google 
self walking tour of Notting Hill, the movie and all the locations and stuff. But um, we stayed literally across from um, uh, whatever the palace is that um, Kensington palace, Kensington. Yeah. We stayed Mm -hmm. across the street from there and the park and everything was fantastic. But our concierge were like, Hey, what's the, what's the best Indian um, food that you can uh, recommend that we want to try while we're here. Oh, and he showed us and wrote it down. It was great. And, and we went there and man, it was fantastic. A little bitty, it? tiny, you know, yeah. nonchalant thing that just said, I don't know, Indian food. Every person that we, you know, then you, you have it. It's great. Other places we go to, Hey, what's a good Indian fit? Every one of them said, this is the best in London. Oh, and, oh my gosh. It was so good. Yum. No, it's great. It's, it's oh, good. Sounds good. So, Mikey, what's your next uh, travel plan? So, uh, you know, we're friends on Facebook. So every time I look up, Mikey is traveling somewhere around the world. He's always on vacation. (laughs) I don't know what you're doing for work, but I'm like, you're doing it right because you're always on vacation. Like, and I'm not talking about like just around the corner. I'm talking about the Maldives one week. And then he's like, we just said he went to South Africa. And I was like, yeah, Yeah, he's always traveling. So what's next on your agenda travel wise? So, you know, with COVID and all that, everything's pretty much, you know, you have to really plan. So we've bought all the tickets. We're going to Bora Bora in May. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. Um, You need a personal personal photographer. I'll follow you around. Save your money. Save my money. Yeah. Yeah. I love Tahiti. It's just a bunch of bunch of people running around living off the banana tree in their backyard (laughs) with a good view it's really like i um i had uh with my ex we were thinking about it and we were planning on moving back to the u.s and i kept saying and when we move back we'll go from the states because it's much closer uh we're not together and i'm not moving back to the u.s so we just my partner right now i was we were just talking and he said oh this this is my bucket list i said oh mine too so it was like let's just plan it right now that's where we're going bora bora and and morea yeah, so. yeah. Oh, it's just gorgeous. I did a I did a cruise out there, like as a as a passenger, mm-hmm. and it was just a ten day Tahitian cruise, and it was one of the best cruises I've done. It was just absolutely gorgeous, like all all the islands. Where are you going to stay at the little huts that you have to walk out to in the middle of the and have the glass floor and all that kind of stuff? We're going to one of these hotels and we're staying over the water only because of COVID and 50% off and, you know, being able to afford an overwater bungalow because it's half price, (laughs) but it's so funny because they probably, are they now, are they like, we'll do whatever we can to get you here because it's probably not very busy. I would think. I think so. Um, it's not busy and they can't really drum up business because no one's allowed to come in. So, you know, I guess they're doing what they can. I, I mean, obviously we're looking well in advance with the hope that we can travel. And if we can't, then so be it. But I've never been like this in my life where I haven't gone anywhere. <laughs> it's driving me crazy. At the same time, it's been very refreshing to to kind of come down a notch and just enjoy the local area where we're really walking and, and exploring this part of England. And I live very close to Wales and just doing stuff locally and um it's been good it's been i don't know if you've uh, have been to bath and stonehenge but mm-hmm. i i did for some reason i hadn't i it didn't dawn on me that that was outside of london and uh <laughs> so we we did that while we were there and that that you know stonehenge was one of my bucket lists because 
you know, mm-hmm. I, I love conspiracy stuff, but, um, and <laughs> it was, it was awesome. With aliens, uh, any alien theory there? Well, there was, there was a couple of weird things that happened that I thought was pretty, <laughs> okay. is pretty wild. We stayed in the oldest pub in England. I think it was called King George right outside of Bath. Uh-huh. Uh, and it was established as in 1693. That just blows me away. I'm like, yeah, that's hundreds of years older than for our country. Yeah. <laughs> like the village I live in is like a thousand years old. It's, it's an old Roman, Roman market town. It's just, it's crazy how you're just living in the middle of history. It's, Did they film part of Harry Potter in your village? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it, no, but I when I lived in Scotland, I was living there a few years ago, and um, you know the that train, that famous train oh, yeah. bridge, and that um, right. I visited there. It, it was uh, it that it's up in Scotland, and it mm. it was one of the places I went and visited. It's very pretty. Awesome. That's so, cool. Yeah. Well. I, I thank you so much for coming on, Mike. It's always great to see you. It's it's been thank a while, you. and hopefully we'll be on a, another reunion one of these days pretty soon. Yeah, definitely. It'd be great to to catch up in person like we did, you know, almost ten years ago. Um, yeah. But we, you know, we we can't keep spacing them out ten years because we're going to start running out of time <laughs> at the age that we already at. Yeah, that, know, and we're going right? to start falling off one by one. Yeah, yeah, I exactly. know. Yeah, yeah. And that's what's so fun about this podcast is that at least we get to see you, we get to talk, yeah. you know, to friends and catch up with the old times and stuff like that and and reminisce. So Yeah, well, it was really good and and it's funny how how you start talking, you start remembering, you know. Oh um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Remembering things. Uh, one last thing, I don't know if you remember Mixter on the Sovereign or you, yeah. you know. You yeah, yeah Michael Figgis. Yeah, Michael Figgis. Yeah. yeah. And I was his roommate one time. Yeah, I was. I had left the ship pre embark. Um, we were doing, the Sovereign was doing a, um, what do they call it? A charter. And so I had gone with, I think, the chief and, and one other purser. So we left the ship for like four days. And during that, during, during that um, four days, we had cabin inspection. <laughs> and I got back to the ship my name is on the list. Like, um, I failed cabin inspection. I'm like, what the fuck is it? <laughs> I, I wasn't even here. The notes. So it was my cabin and it was, you know, my name and Michael Figgis's and Mixter's and the comment was next to it. Re, you know, reason for failing. And it said, crew member must, must clean up their own vomit. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh no like, what the hell happened well that I was sounds going. like a mixture story because and i think <laughs> i already mentioned it here was his first week on board he on song of america he replaced me on song of america and the first week on board he threw up all over the chief purser's desk i mean like i mean there was like puke in the drawers like i mean it was like oh, just, just <laughs> that's why they call him mixter or yeah, they did mix it all up and now he's uh-huh. like you know really close to michael bailey and yeah he's, he's way up there or, yeah i yeah. i also have a mixture story that i'll need to tell <laughs> one of these days not today but i'll, yeah. I'll I, I wonder I've if he'll good. come on your show <laughs> i don't know well i gotta ask him i haven't i when i was working at princess like every five years or something i had a question about something at royal i would reach out to him and you know and just do a quick catch up, but I haven't, I haven't talked to him in, in, in ages mm. either. Yeah. But he's another character. Yeah. Quite, yeah. quite the character. 
Anywho, well, thanks again, uh, Mikey, for coming on. It's great to see you. Uh, take care, and you know, you. we'll see you again hopefully soon. Good thanks to see you. Thanks for the invite. Nice it was great you. chatting with you. Thanks for coming on. Take care. Uh, Ciao. Take care. Bye-bye. Yeah, I mean, awesome. it's good to see him. I, I haven't seen him in a long time, but... So we we do have a little history going back uh, when we worked on board, and I was going to uh, ask somewhere in the interview, but um. you could have. It would have been fine. I just didn't want to bring anything up because we had a little uh, we hit a little rough patch, and so when I left the monarch, and that's and I alluded, but I didn't want to go into it because I didn't want to put him on the spot. And I, you know, this is twenty years or twenty five years ago. I don't give a shit. So we had a little rough patch on the monarch when I left. And then I had gone to Sun Viking. I went back to Majesty, then I went to Sun Viking. Um and I hadn't seen him in a long time. And I had quit. And I was in Europe uh when Legend, I think it was Legend or one of those ships was coming out. And I was uh staying in Germany and Amanda Amanda White was she she had to go to Paris to greet people that were flying in. So I said, Oh, why don't I just meet you? We'll go out, you know, we'll go out for drinks the night before and then you know, and I'll go with you to the airport and I'll, you know, meet people because, you know, I might bump into some people I don't know. One of those people was Mike, was Mikey. And we did not leave on good terms at all. And so when he, he just, you know, the last place he was going to expect for, to run into me is at this airport and, you know, at Charles de Gaulle in Paris. <laughs> so I'm there and I'm with Amanda and all of a sudden he sees me, the look on his face of like, Oh my God, what the hell are you doing here? And then I was, I was, you know, again, it had been a couple of years and I was like, Hey, how's it going? You know, I didn't really, it was water under the bridge. I was like, whatever, I don't really care. Uh, and then during the last reunion, we actually hung out a bit, you know, we went out to a bar after the reunion or the next day or something like that. Um, so I was like, whatever, but I, you know, I was like, and I kept thinking to myself, okay, do I bring anything up or not? And I was <laughs> like, no, it's not, it's just not worth it. Shit happens. Hey everyone, the ship is about to set sail, which brings us to an end for today. We hope that you enjoy the podcast. For bonus audio and if you would like to see this podcast and video, please visit our YouTube channel, My Ship Story. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram as My Ship Story. Don't forget to let us know if you're a past or present crew member and if you have a story that you would like to tell or if you'd like, you can email us your story for us to read on the air. Email us at myshipstorypodcast at yahoo.com. That's myshipstorypodcast at yahoo.com. Goodbye for now, and be sure to tune in next week, same time, as we'll have a new podcast every Monday. Bon voyage!